And hello, everybody. Everybody, hello, and welcome to We Sing Tit. Yes, it's a weekly podcast that focuses on all the movies, TV, and the entertainment in between. I am one of your hosts, Pat. And this is Kev. And how is everybody doing today? Yes. Righteous, righteous, righteous. So what's up, Kevin, man? What you up to? What you... How good are you, bro? Well, uh... How feel you? <laughs> I'm actually exhausted because uh, last night was a fun night. Yesterday was a full day, man. It was yeah. a good full day. Um, we got to spend time with friends. Uh, congratulations to Nina and to Skinner, two of our really good friends who have been on the podcast. Yeah, that's another. Um, many times, yeah. They deserve another one of those. Yeah. So yesterday we attended um, their uh, Mother of Dragons baby shower, which was a lot of fun. And then we went to go see Bill Burr at yes. the Hard Rock Casino. Also, wait, should we also talk about uh, our experience, uh, what we did last week with the archery? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we could definitely talk about that. Um, let's start off on on that. So last week we went to, uh, I had a Groupon to do some archery, uh, archery class that was way basically fucking... It was like an hour away from where we were at, but that's not not here nor there. The fact that it was it was fun, man. Yeah, it was a really good time. Yeah. Um, I never thought that I would actually be I would ever shoot an arrow yeah. uh, with a bow. Yeah, man, really you got good. like three bullseyes, bro. I got no <laughs> I got bullseye. three bullseyes and I got a, a <laughs> real nasty bruise on my arm. Yeah, I didn't get no bullseyes whatsoever. Um the dude who who was basically like our instructor he he gave me he, he what you call it? he shot a bullseye for me so I can brag to other people but I'm like nah man I think the brag is in me not getting a bullseye that's where that's where the fun is you know what I mean the fact that I didn't get one but yo know, I was trying I'm talking about like I'm like, okay since I'm aiming to my since all my shots are to my right let me just squat down and move more over to my left so then I'll get the bullseye no that shit didn't work and. Even people who didn't, like, we didn't even know were, you know, making fun of us, man. <laughs> For other people who were possibly there on a Groupon were making fun of us because uh, we didn't know what the fuck we were doing. Apparently, they're, they, they're, they're pros or novices. We're just, uh, what's lower than being a, nov- uh, a beginner? Yeah, that's exactly what we were. We we're goddamn beginners. But shout out to uh, Top Top Gun. Top Gun. And uh, what was that? And shout out to where we went South to Miami. eat. Uh, that was down in Kendall. Um, and shout out to Hole, Hole in, in the, the Wall. Wall. Yeah. Hole in the Wall um, Pub and Grill. We were starving afterwards. And, yo, honestly, some good barbecue brisket, some good grilled wings. Yeah. yeah. They, yo, they ran out of fucking barbecue. And it was around, like, four in the afternoon. You know that they good. But you know what else? A shout out to? A place that's in Fort Lottie Dottie, where they like to party. <laughs> Extreme Action Park yes. in Fort Lauderdale. Righteous. Uh, yes. All fun indoors, go-karts, laser tag, roller skating, bowling, you name it, they got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they even got us, yeah. podcasters. <laughs> Shout out to them uh, for giving us this dope location uh, to record our podcast. Um, and then, so... On to what happened yesterday. So yesterday, great time at the baby shower. Um, we got to, you know, we got reunited with friends. Um, p- 
people that we've been that we've known for many years now. Um, and once again, congratulations to Nina and Skinner. And um, yeah, we got tickets to see Bill Burr, which in if in my world, like that's like Bill Burr was like one of two comedians that I've always wanted to see: Bill Burr and Dave Chappelle. Um, that was something I could scratch off my bucket list that I'm really happy about. What about you, Pat? Yeah. Um, yo, he did not disappoint. Like, uh, I've been wanting to see this dude for a long fucking time. I remember seeing the stand-up. Uh, when I was working retail, I used to listen to his podcast, like, religiously. <laughs> like, uh, I used to download past episodes of his podcast just so I can get through my 10-hour shift and I would just play them back to back to the point that people would uh, come into the stock room and then they would just like hang back there a little bit just so they could finish listening to what Bill Burr was saying, stuff like that. It was, um, I mean, yeah, pretty much um, he was like, uh, yo, I mean, he he's a funny dude. And on top of that, it's like he's relatable. Like you, you feel the rage that he sometimes, you know, talks about. And it's like, yeah, yeah. I feel that man, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, not, maybe not to that extent, but yeah, I feel that kind of rage. But you know, it's uh, you understand that you know you bottle it up or you just funnel it into something else, something creative, because you just can't hold it. You can't just hold it in you. But the fact that he held, he holds it in him, and he, I guess, he just puts it out on stage. It's funny because it's like, damn. I guess I'm showing growth. Well. Damn, I was. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm showing growth because you know I'm, I'm I'm funneling it in other areas, but it's like he's not doing it, but he make fun of it, but so he is doing it. I don't know. <laughs> it's something like that, man. I don't know. There's a there's a message in there somewhere. If you find it, just uh, email us at uh, we seen it at gmail dot com. <laughs> what was uh What was your favorite part of this, uh, uh, this set? My favorite part about uh, his set was uh, I want to say his crowd work. That was my favorite part about his whole set is because, like, the fact that he was able to, like, like if you say something in the crowd, which, I mean, not a lot of comedians, like, he would say, what? What was that? And he will listen to what you're saying, and then he will repeat it, and then he'll make fun of you for saying that. And if he wants to have, like, a, like there was one point that he was having a conversation with a guy, and then he asked the guy for... um What's his age? And the guy says, "Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't want to. I didn't want to hurt your feelings." And he just fucking just roasted <laughs> this motherfucker. And then there was another dude who uh, he was talking about Tampa and how bad Tampa is. And he said, "Oh, actually, Tampa is like 200 miles away." He said, "Oh, so I can't talk about fucking Florida in its entirety, kind of shit." And I'm like, "Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> like nobody cares." But the funny thing about that whole situation is like that guy was really upset. <laughs> that guy was upset that Bill Burr. Uh, Accepted his uh, his correction of where Tampa was, and then made fun of him for the fact that, uh, <laughs> like, you, you know where Tampa is and how far Tampa is. Like, it's like, bro, you the one who says something to this comedian who's on stage, by the way, who you paid for, and those motherfuckers are in the front row, so those tickets had to be like three hundred, yeah. four hundred each, right? So it's like, yo, you paid for this fucking ticket. Just because you pay for a ticket doesn't mean that it gives you the right to fucking say whatever the fuck to this comedian. Because we all paid, maybe not as much as you did, but we paid money to see this guy say his shit jokes 
And can we please just hear this guy say shit jokes without featuring uh, Bob from accounting? That's it. <laughs> That's all it is, man. That's all it is, man. Um, I think my favorite part, and, and I think this is the reason why Bill Burr is a professional comedian and, and definitely not an amateur. So at one point, uh, he made a joke where he actually messed up. He um, was intending to say, oh, so uh, Cosby got out. But instead, he said OJ, like not even thinking about it. And then all of a sudden, people were like shouting, like to correct him. And he was like, "Wait, what I say? Did I really say OJ? I really said that." Oh, he, yeah. he really <laughs> didn't realize that he said OJ. I think any other comedian would have at that point like sunk, like oh shit, like it would have just gone downhill. But instead, he built off of it, where yeah. it was like, "All right, so then I'm, I guess I'm gonna have to tell." Uh, Old school, like uh, OJ well, jokes. Well, well, OJ joke. <laughs> and yo, he went into it and started telling these old jokes that are still funny till this day. Yeah. And he just went along with it. Yo, like, I think his set actually got even funnier after that point. Bro, that's the thing. Like, I I couldn't tell when his uh, his material was when he was when he, when he was when he was doing his material or when he was just doing crowd work kind of shit. It was like the blend was just so fucking seamless. Like, you know, there was that one person who was fucking behind us that uh, she yelled, I love you kind of thing. And then, you know, Naturally, he, just, yeah. And then he just said this whole thing uh, about like, you don't like, he said, you don't love me. You just like the, you just love the idea of me. And then he just went into this whole fucking <laughs> tangent of what people do with love and the love between man and woman and shit like that, which ran for fucking like 30 minutes. And I'm like, is this part of the set? Or is he still going off of what this lady just said about love? I'm like, wow. If it is, kudos to you, man. That That's some good shit. That is some good fucking shit. Yeah, it was great. Um, awesome. Like, it, just just the fact that I'm, I'm able to, to scratch that off my bucket list. Mm -hmm. My next one that I definitely need to try to get tickets for somehow is I think Dave Chappelle 100 percent we could do Dave Chappelle that would be life is complete like I, yo but I just don't like the, yo I don't like that fucking place the uh, the hard rock the oh yeah let's I'm, talk about that let's talk about that fucking the the let's start off with the fucking parking situation like they have an arena there at the hard rock but to be honest with you to get into the hard rock and to get out of the hard rock it is a situation that um, it is a stress test. I like. I wouldn't be surprised if the military uses that fucking parking lot as a means of testing out future uh, Navy SEALs or some <laughs> shit like that because it is fucking upsetting, bro. Like I told uh, Kevin to yo the Lucky Garage because the Lucky Garage is the closest to. The actual um, arena. I tried to go into the Lucky Garage. There's only, mind you, there's only one lane that goes into the Hard Rock, and it's on the far right, right? And I made a mistake, and I got out thinking that I can overpass this one person who was not turning into the Hard Rock, but they were turning into, like, another, you know, some fucking shopping center that's before the Hard Rock. And I'm like, okay, let me just go around this person. So... I try to go around this person. Nope, this person stops and then just drives forward. They do the whole, like, oh, this is not the one. So I couldn't cut in front of them. And then it was just like a line that just built up until I got to the stoplight. And the person wouldn't let me go over. So I'm like, all right, cool. Let me just go into another um, 
parking lot, which I went into the parking lot that not a lot of people know, know about. It's all the way in the back. It's like a four-story parking lot. It's really good because not a lot of people know about it, but it's still like a fucking mission to get out. And it's just the Hard Rock only has like, let's say, one, two, like three or four entrances in the whole entire place. Because, which is understandable because it's on the turnpike, so you can't, like, exit uh, west of the Hard Rock. You can only exit east, north, and south. So there's two exits that's going east, and there's uh, one exit going south, and there's one exit. No. There's three exit going east, and there's one exit going south. There's no exit going north because there's a uh, another business that's over there that they have, like, rented cars or something like that. And that is a fucking problem because every arena that you go to, like you can go to the what's that? Uh, what's the one that's by Sawgrass? Um, oh, the BB&T the Center. The BB&T Center. Let's go. Let's talk about the American Airlines Arena, but I think they call it something else now. Uh, the Dolphin Arena, which is the Hard Rock Stadium. All these places have like there's exits. Even if you north, south, east, west, there's exits all around this fucking place. Why do they, it's like they just realize that, yeah, you're going to spend like a good 30 minutes, 40 minutes just trying to get parking or try to get out of parking and just to enjoy, you know, spending money at this place that you're going to be here for like, what, three hours, four hours kind of thing. It's a problem, man. They need to do better with their parking situation. And uh, it seems like nobody is ever talking about it, but it needs to be said. Because I, you it's know what fucking I think, bullshit. You know what I think the problem is? Is that so those roads, that, mm-hmm. that's what, 441 and Sterling or whatever, like th- those roads were already established and then the hard rock just planted itself there. Yeah. And it was like, all right, we planted ourselves there, but how the fuck did we make this work? And that's what they didn't figure out. When you look at places like Disney or Universal, they bought the land. Yeah. They didn't just plant themselves in a little corner. They bought the entire land. So they were actually able to construct mm-hmm. roads that lead into and exit. Yeah. Hard Rock is like improvising. Like, all right, we got we got parking. You know, we got the parking garages, so we have ample parking. But to get to the garage, it's just like what Pat was saying, just one lane. It's yeah. just one lane, and that's the problem. Like, they, if they were to have, like, picked an open plot of land that had no roads and actually build all the roads that yeah. lead to it, it would have been Rather different. than building that fucking guitar, even Bill Burr was saying, like, he's, he said, it's not even it's not even a complete guitar. It's just it's just the base of the guitar kind of thing. It's like you would think that... Um, they did their research, like, yeah. oh, wait, there's Fort Lauderdale International Airport, there's Miami, yeah. we can't build a fucking... We can't... <laughs> you, you can't. And on top of that, it's like... I don't know. I just feel that the the structural integrity of the building would be like compromised. If you think about how big the base is, and then you want to build like the the whole neck and everything, the wind when it hurt when a hurricane hits, bro, you do not want to be at that top. You do not. That's the, the yo. The building's gonna be swaying and shit like that. Oh my god, <laughs> tragedy. But yeah, man. Um. So that was that. I mean, overall though, still. I, a lot of people, man. Holy shit. Just the line in order to get into the... I'm telling you, man, everything that they're doing... Here's the thing. Before they built that guitar, everything was outside. Like It was an outside 
uh, casino and like a little like shopping center. Shopping center, but it was an outside casino and shopping center that was. It was basically the Hard Rock. Like it was a. Uh, it was a jellyfish, man. Like it was a. What's that? Uh, what's that word that is like? Jellyfish is basically like three animals that's connected together. It's a. Because the head works in conjunction with the with the torso with the torso and the tentacles are three different entities but they're all working together as a somebody's probably like shouting what the fuck is the name of that thing is but it's a cohesiveness that's what the hard rock was because it was an outside uh area that had like restaurants uh it had a clothing stores um even like fast food restaurants that were in there like uh I can't really call Johnny Rockets a fast food restaurant, but ice cream shops and but stuff. But casual, like. very casual. Yeah, and on top of that, it had like nightclubs. I think it had like three or four nightclubs that were there, with uh, with the improv that was there and an arena. But it it felt like it was a lot more. It was easier to find parking there, uh, to get out. And the arena, I remember I had to go to a, uh, I think there was a fight that was there that I went to, but the waiting lobby for the arena, it was two. There was one that was outside where the ropes were, and then as soon as you walk inside the building, they had the, you know, the makeshift ropes that were there, and it, it leads you into the actual arena, so you find your seats. This, no. The arena is right here inside where the casino's at. And you you basically have to make a line that goes around the actual casino itself. I'm talking about if it it went it wrapped around the base of the guitar. We walked around the whole fucking base of the guitar. Like Kevin was at the Oculus, and when we went to the arena, I basically walked back to where my parking uh, garage was. <laughs> That's where the line ended. That's where the line like started for us to get into the actual arena. And I was like, oh, my God. I got my steps in, though, by the way, by just doing that. And it's crazy because in the beginning of uh, that Saturday, I didn't get no steps at all because we went to a fucking baby shower, which uh, there was no sit- there was no walking around at all. It was just like just hanging out with friends, uh, talking about babies and shit. Uh, that's not what baby showers are about. I don't think, but whatever. But yeah, man, that was um, <laughs> that was uh, that was only no. There was some other gripes that I got. The person who I um, I was sitting next to, not Kevin, but the people came in late, and this motherfucker decided to eat. I never known. I never knew how fucking loud popcorn was until this fucking guy decided to eat popcorn. When I'm over here listening to Bill Burr talk, and this guy was eating like. Like he was placed there by the government, and he would just kept on going. And then he got up, got some more, and came back down and just start eating. And it was like he was already like forty five minutes late for the for the the comedy show, which I don't get. You like, missed it, it's bro. Whatever you here for, you missed it, bro. I know they're gonna pay you. To, like, I know they're gonna uh, they're gonna accept your ticket, but you missed it, man. Like if you're already forty five minutes late for anything, 
bro, see if you can get your reimbursement ticket or something like that. Because, yeah, you, nah, you missed, you missed the whole goddamn show. Because it was only like 15 minutes left, maybe 30 minutes left. And the, the seats were so fucking snug. You couldn't, there was no way of maneuvering. I had to sit like I was disappointed at everything, like a fucking coach of a little league who's just standing there trying to be a, a stoic and shit like that. Like, yep. No, nah, no, nah, we're not running that. Uh, we're running the annexation of Puerto Rico. You know what I mean. And you're just standing there like this. I was just sitting there in a chair because Kevin was on the left and I got this other guy on the right. And just sitting here, I would just have my hands folded. He tried to put his fucking cup in my cup holder, but my fucking elbow was hitting his cup. So he realized that, oh, he has to use his lady's uh, cup holder. So he put it on the other side and it's like, bro, Read the goddamn room, man. Like, read me. Read my body, bro. I'm uncomfortable right now <laughs> in this position. But these are just thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> um, other than that, um, I think uh, I, I definitely want to try for next week, um, try uh, uh, the Rage Room. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely want to try that out. And um, that'll be the next big thing uh, for, like, a video. And then we need to start setting up for Scarefest. Yes. Which, speaking of horror movies, we're actually going to go check out Candyman after this podcast. So we'll definitely um, review that on the next episode. But I'm really looking forward to it. I, Pat, you said you've been hearing nothing but good stuff, right? Yeah, I've been hearing nothing but good stuff about Candyman. Um, I haven't been uh, reading too much into it because... Most of the ones that um, that have been talking about it say like, "Well, here's the spoiler uh, review." I'm like, "Ah, I'm done." <laughs> it's a it's a real good movie. You should go see it. I'm like, "That's it. That's all I need. I don't need anything else." Because uh, I'm not trying to get my my movie spoiled. Because you know, it, it seems like the more you try to look for more information about it, it's like there's a point of like um, diminishing returns. I guess is like there's a point that it's like. Fuck, I found out too much. Now, I do want to see it, but now I didn't really want to know that plot point. I found that out when I was watching uh, the new trailer for Eternals. I didn't know who the bad guy was until the new trailer came out and when they showed you that. Oh, um, when, oh I, don't want, I don't know if you don't want to know. Oh, you don't give a fuck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, you find out that when they wished everybody back, they also wished something back. That was uh, that was part of like the old world that the Eternals got rid of, uh-huh. so that's the evil that came back with the wish. So I'm like, oh, okay, fuck. I really, I really didn't want to know any about that, anything about that shit. But I'm like, okay, I'm with it. Like, I'm, uh, I'm still gonna watch it. I'm still gonna watch um, all those Marvel movies, DC movies. I don't give a fuck. I'm, I'm a fan. And, and you've been watching What If on Disney Plus. Yeah. What are your thoughts so far on that series? Um, no, it's really good. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, my favorite one has to be the second one where uh, T'Challa becomes Star Lord. Uh, it's just like the little things that that added that that are added into it, and it's showing you that. Well, the first two it shows that the characters that we know and love, Captain America and. Um, Star Lord, there are other character, there are other members of um, the MCU who are better fit for that position than 
uh, Captain America and uh, Star-Lord. And, <laughs> I mean, it just goes to show. But I was talking to my buddy about this, and he was saying that they took some liberties with the Captain America, Captain Carter, because in the first episode, she flips a fucking truck with the shield, and she's just, like, banging motherfuckers with that shit. She is fucking people up that I've never seen Captain America do that kind of stuff. But uh, he his whole thing was that they're taking liberties just because it's an animation. So since it's an animation, they know that they really can't do this with uh, Chris Evans, right? Right. They really can't do it with Chris Evans. So, ergo, we're just going to, what you call it? We're, we're just going to do it with, uh, with her since it's animation. And with animations, you, you, you have creative uh, uh, control over everything. Whatever your mind wants to happen, bro, just draw it out. That's it. So that's what they did with uh, with that stuff. But even if that is the case, I'm still rolling with uh, Captain Carter is an amazing um, version of Captain America. And I don't know, man. It just seems like I would like to see more of that. The The person who actually, uh, I, I want to say the, the head writer, because I know that the thing about TV shows and movies is that the head writer is basically what the director is in movies. Like they're the the head the lead writer is the one that's that has more most of the the most of the creative control when you're doing a TV show, but in the movie it's the director that has most of the control. But so the the lead writer wants to do a more of Captain Carter like more of the Captain Carter verse. And I didn't read the article, but I just had to read the headline, so I'm one of those guys, and um, I'm, I'm here for it. Like, I would like to see a part two of that version of Captain Carter. Like, what happens when uh, she tries to pick up the shield? I mean, the the hammer. Is she worthy enough to pick up the hammer? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't think so because you know she has a military background and. Um, They've done some shady shit that you, that you, uh, you know, you just got to bottle up and just take it, you know, just take it on the chin kind of shit. So I'm not really sure about that. Um, a couple other stuff that we need to, that we're planning on getting ready for, uh, for September is um, we got Florida Supercon, uh, which we're excited about. Did you see Hayden Christensen is going to be a, a guest? Uh, the guy that played Anakin in episodes one, two, and three of Star Wars? <laughs> Maybe that's because he's uh he's, he's back on. Yeah, he's promoting uh, Obi Wan yeah. the TV series, and then um we got Exotica. Uh, I'm looking forward to it because I've never been to an Exotica. We tried to go to one before, but then uh, times got, got late. yeah we got there way fucking late. Like we got there as soon as they were leaving, so it was one of those like, I mean we can still just go in and just you know look around, but like nah fuck it. It just goes to strip club. <laughs> like, it was already money spent, but it was like, it was still, yo, actually, that was still a good day. That was still a fucking good day. We, we, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a great day. It was fucking hilarious. <laughs> uh, but starting with, um, Florida Supercon, mm-hmm. um, I think this technically isn't my first con back from the COVID because we did do a Florida Super, uh, Super Fan Con here at Extreme. But it was very small. It was like very small level. Uh, Florida Supercon is, I think, the first major con back. Um, I still haven't even bought my fucking ticket for that yet. 
But uh, yeah, we'll, I, don't, I don't think they're gonna sell. sell no, nah, they ain't gonna sell out. But uh, yeah, we'll be there on Saturday. Yeah, and um, hope to see y'all there. Um, if y'all do listen to the podcast, say what's up. Um, I'm gonna apologize right now. And if you do say what's up to me, I might be standoffish. I might come. I might put my defenses up. Might throw up my fucking dukes because I don't fucking know you. But uh, give me like 15 minutes. <laughs> give me my 15 minutes because, uh, you know, people are all right, but I, I don't seem to uh, be too kind to people who I don't know. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, we're also going to Exotica. Um, what what do we look forward to at Exotica? Uh, <laughs> i tell you what I look forward to. Where's the beep? Beep, beep. <laughs> I'm looking forward to f- Nah, nah. Um, no, we're going to ask some questions to, uh, these, uh, actresses and actors and stuff like that of, um, you know, things that are non porn related, but geek related. See if they're, if they're geeky like us, you know, only fans, see if they can give us, um, uh, what you call it? Uh, what, what's that called? A, uh, a preview of their only fans. That'd be fun. We should also ask them what did they think about the whole OnlyFans debacle. Debacle, yeah. Said, does it does it scare you on the OnlyFans uh, site? Because it, it it would like if you see that um, the 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 people who you like your company with are saying that oh we're going to get rid of our whole staff and then they backtrack that whole that whole thing that whole statement wouldn't that kind of deter you from staying with them? Wouldn't you be like you know what? It seems like as soon as shit gets like real, you guys get the leaving. So I might I might have to fucking jump ship just prematurely before you guys are in this situation again and then without warning just drop us all kind of thing. Cuz I, I I do see that a lot of uh people on OnlyFans started jumping ship to other uh platforms, which is good for them. Yeah, I'm I'm happy for them. Cause that whole thing was like bullshit to me. I, I never understood like how, like, there are people online who were saying like they were making fun of uh, women who women do men, uh, those in betweeners, uh, who are like, oh, um, oh, it's funny that uh, you can only make money by selling your body. Yo, so some people can only make money by. Being funny, some people can only make money by doing something technical and shit like that. It's like, yo, just let these motherfuckers live. Let them do their thing kind of shit. And it's just like, I don't know, it just, it always gets me when motherfuckers just won't let motherfuckers be motherfuckers. <laughs> like, come on, yo. Let them be, yo. And it's it's a, it's a, it's a bullshit attitude to just go, it, you know, it, it brings me back to like, um, that old Christian ways or something like that, like everybody's a heathen and shit like that. I know I use that word like as a joke when like when people are you know doing something like blasphemous or something. I use those fucking words as like as jokes, but motherfuckers are serious about that mm. shit. And it's like motherfucker, you're no better than me. So this lady wants to uh, show a little of this, show a little of that for five dollars a month. Bro, what's five dollars? You know what I mean? For research. Research purposes. Everything is always research purposes. You ask the questions, she gives you answers. Research. Everything. Right? <laughs> and that's a message from me. 
That's a direct message for me that doesn't have anything to do with the we seen and we seen properties. <laughs> I'm not saying that I'm an OnlyFans subscriber, but uh, eight. <laughs> Yo. Um, and then for the month of October, uh, looking forward to checking out um, some haunted houses. My goal is to get to Halloween Horror Nights. Um, Halloween Horror Nights is something big that I like to do every year. But if not, definitely check out uh, the haunted houses that are being built uh, this year down here in South Florida. We found out Westland Mall yeah. down in Miami is doing a haunted house. Bro, you know what? I don't want to go into that mall because I'm going to have like flashbacks of being in high school. <laughs> that was my mall to go to in high school. There was one bus that I would take that would go from Opelika to Hialeah, which was where my school was, Hialeah, Miami Lakes. And then from Hialeah, Miami Lakes, nope, that was two buses. From Hialeah, Miami Lakes, I would take a bus that would go to Westland Mall. And it was like, oh my God, for like two years, possibly three years, that was the move to like just go to school, after school, go to the mall, from the mall, go back to, to to the school, and then take the bus to go home, and it was like, oh, man, fucking loitering. <laughs> that's all I was doing. I was just, I think that's what all the kids were doing, just loitering. Until one of your friends had a car, man, and then it's like you get a chance to see the fucking world, and even that world was kind of small because yeah. motherfuckers don't know where to go. They want to go to another mall. The Omni, Aventura Mall, Washed. All those fucking malls will wash, especially if you were a teenager. They're kicking you out. No, we don't. We don't like teenagers. And I would love to check out uh, Spooky Empire again um, this year. Spooky Empire is going on. Um, where, where we they went be once. At? Uh, it's back in Orlando, um, and one of those conventions, uh, convention halls at the hotels. Nice. Um, but uh, we went several years ago. I loved Spooky Empire. I think, in my opinion, that was my favorite uh, um, convention because everyone was there for the same reason. A lot of times when you go to, like, Megacon, Supercon, it's fun, but everyone just kind of, it's like It's just geek. Like, it's like geek them, yeah. and it's so broad. It's so broad, yeah. You, it's like they're, they're mixing up anime, then some people are bringing in... Uh, you know, MCU stuff, and then some people are like, they bring in like uh, vintage geekdom, like uh, Adam's Family, which is like all, by all means, fucking amazing. But if you go to a con that's like specifically just for horror, you know that it's like, it's vintage horror, it's modern horror, and it's like future horror. And horror, I keep on, <laughs> it sounds like, like I'm saying vintage horror. Horrors. No, vintage <laughs> horrors. It's like all these different horrors in there. And it's like, everything is just like, I, yeah, man, I agree with you 100%. Yeah, and like the, I, I think you feel the energy in the air a lot more. Everyone's a lot more passionate. One thing that I loved was that when we asked questions, people knew exactly what we were talking about. I think the first time we went to Supercon, we were asking people <laughs> Back to the Future questions. And, and they, they never like, seen. And they're like, yeah, no, we never saw Back to the Future. Like, And then when I talked about like. <laughs> what? <laughs> and then at one point, I think I asked a group about the Goonies, and they're like, no, I've never seen that. And I looked, Pat was. The holding the camera, and I looked at Pat like, no, let's let's walk away. Like I'm, I'm mad. Dump it. This is like <laughs> dump it. And I think I was about to turn into Bill Burr, where I was about to just like yell, like 
Yo, you yeah, fucking kids. Yeah. Like, you know, something about, like, that's why I like the horror fandom, bro, because it's like... They don't. It's, it's like their their love of horror doesn't just start when they were born. It starts when horror started, or <laughs> whenever, like the decade prior to them. Like if you ask a horror uh, somebody who's into horror movies, like, uh, did you see the first uh, like the Nightmare on Elm Street? Say, yeah, I saw it many times. Like, oh, okay, get this. So you start, you know, questioning them about it. They are all over that fucking thing. The, like they understand, they understand the lore kind of shit. It's like, um, it's refreshing, is what it is. Yeah. But you know, when you're talking to somebody who's into like geekdom, which is is understandable because it's it's a lot more information. But their love of it might start as soon as they were born, or it's whenever. very specific. Yeah, it's like, like oh, I only watch anime. Yeah, so or, it's like whenever they started to enjoy anime. Whatever anime got them into it, like if somebody's into Naruto, they probably got they, they probably may not know about like Cowboy Bebop or uh, Ninja Scrolls or any of that stuff. And you're like, damn. I say, like, well, because the way that you know people have conversations and stuff is like, well, I'm not trying to out geek you or anything like that, but I just want to know what you know what things that we have in common, kind of thing, so we can talk about. If it's just Naruto, that's fine, that's cool. But if you're into like some vintage shit, oh, I know about that kind of stuff too. I found out about that shit like a week ago or something. Or maybe I can be like, if you like this, you're probably gonna like this kind of stuff. But I, I don't know. It, it's just um, horror is just like, yeah, you, you're into scary movies, yeah. You like slashers, love them, okay. You like a suspenseful ghost kind of thing, yeah. Foreign, yes. <laughs> Like okay, <laughs> what the fuck? I said yo. So you into everything? Yeah. Like okay. So you just start diving in deep about different things, and then this that point that is always like, yo. But have you seen this person stuff? Do you know that they're coming out with this kind of shit? Oh, they're trying to turn this shit into a musical. What? A musical horror? Sign me the fuck up. <laughs> Did then, um going back to what you were saying about with like anime? You watched? Have you ever watched Cowboy Bebop? Yeah. Did you see uh, Netflix's? Uh, I saw the I saw the pictures. You saw the photos. What do you think? It's a Netflix show, right? Yeah. Here's the thing. Uh, me, me, and Delgado was talking about this. Like the quality of Netflix uh, originals, is like, it's hit or miss. Like we don't know what it's gonna be. You're like it may be good, it may be bad. There was that Jupiter ascending or whatever trash show. the The costumes were. Washed like it, it was a horrible thing to watch, but then uh, they came out with this thing called uh, Sweet Tooth. Man, that shit was good, and you just don't know what the fuck you're getting, bro. It's like even with the the set pictures, it's like okay, I see that uh, this dude he looks just like uh, the protagonist. Everybody's looking just like the characters. I'm loving it, but I'm still like hesitant because I'm like. Is this going to be another Jupiter ascending situation, or is it going to be another sweet sweet tooth situation? What? So they this is not their first time creating a anime into live action. What did you think of uh, what was it, Death Note? Yeah, Death Note. What do I think of that? Um, I think I'm gonna be on the ledge on this one. Uh, I thought it was all right. I didn't think it was. Uh, I didn't think that. 
I think people uh, basically they hated it for righteous reasons, right, righteous reasons. But the reason why I found it was all right is because I was like, well, as a person who just uh, I started watching Death Note like I would say two or three months prior to that. So I didn't, you know, I didn't have anything attached to it. So when I was watching, I was like, oh, this is a pretty cool story. That's it. What do you think of Willem Dafoe playing the actual demon? Love that. Perfect. Nobody, nobody hated that. They're, everybody was on board like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> but uh, the story is this and that. It's like, yo, my man, he only has an hour and 30 minutes to tell this story. It's not a TV show based off of Death Note. It's a movie based off of Death Note. So he's just going to take key points. That's the thing about like... Um, there's the the show called Titans. Have you been watching it on uh, HBO? It's a what's it called? T- it's Titans. It's no. a DC show oh, about like yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about, but I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. No. So people are hating this show because what they're doing, what they're doing to the character, once again, um, they're taking some uh, they're taking some liberties with these characters, like the background and everything. But I think what it is is like if you're into the DC fandom. As people are like diehard fucking fans, you're not going to like this show. But if you're just like a casual fan of just like DC, Marvel, and stuff like that, like, yo, I like it. Like, I like DC, I like Marvel, uh, I'm willing to watch anything. Um, I'm, I'm not as invested into the characters as everybody else is. So when I watch uh, Titans, I'm like, all right, cool. Yo, this show is not that bad. It's better than CW shit, hands did, down. Did, did Titans start on CW and now it's nah, on HBO it Max? it started on, you remember when DC had their own streaming their service? Own, yeah, the DC Universe streaming. Yeah. Okay. They had their own DC uh, uh, service and then they got bought. Well, they didn't get bought out by uh, HBO Max. It was like one of those... DC came out with their shit, and then HBO Max was like, "Yeah, we're gonna have our own streaming. We're gonna have our own streaming service with uh, Turner." And what they did was just, they didn't even tell you that it was happening. I was I was subscribed to DC. Uh, I was subscribed with my buddy, and when we tried to renew, they wouldn't let us renew. That's it. It was like like yo, uh, I can't sign on. They have me neither. Did you do something? I didn't do shit. <laughs> it's like I can't renew, and out of nowhere, you just saw that um, Doom Patrol, which is a fucking great show to watch. Don't know anything about the Doom Patrol comic books, but that show, it is so fucking campy and fucking. It's a good fucking show to watch that nobody's watching, but I'm saying that the character development in that show is like bar none. It's it's fucking. It's it's like finding a five star meal at a fast food restaurant, bro. Wow. Yeah, dog. I'm telling you, man, that shit is really good, bro. Doom Patrol. When you start looking at, it, when you start like watching it, and it, then you just start seeing the the character th- develop into something that you totally didn't see coming. It's like, oh shit, this is good. This is some good stuff. You start like, yeah, yeah, bro. This episode is a banger. <laughs> yeah, um, it's a uh, yeah. I mean, that's why I that's what I found out in my uh, my love of Titans and 
everybody's like hate of the new season is that I'm like, yeah, I'm just not invested into these characters. I haven't, I'm, I don't think I've ever bought a comic book in my life, dog. <laughs> I think the only comic books I've ever had were like the ones that they give you for free. I had a comic book that was about combos and it was just like a combo of like, it was just a bunch of different comic book characters into this one character, which was a weird comic book. And I was like, I thought he was legit. I went to school with that shit and I found out that, nah, this man, this this shit is trash. What is this? (laughs) So I don't know, man. So uh, yeah, give it a chance. you, You need to take out the, the, the love of the, the the love of the lore. If you take it out and just watch the story for what it is, just a, a story that's being told, you gotta watch it with virgin eyes. You'll enjoy the show. I was watching. Uh, I, I put on HBO Max the other day, and one of the problems with HBO Max though is that because they own CW, so it's like they have all these CW shows. There was a show that was listed there called Kung Fu. And I'm like, oh, is this supposed to be like a remake of the old Kung Fu yeah. show from back in the day? But it had a, like a, a a woman in the in the image, and I put it on, and duh, the the CW logo comes on. I was like, oh no, this is oh be no, crap. this it's that Kung Fu show that came out a couple couple years couple years ago. So uh, this isn't new. I'm no. thinking it was like brand new. Kung Fu CW show. I think it was the. Was this the show that had the? Oh no, this is new. This yeah. is new, new. My bad. There was a show that had the 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 woman from who used to be on um, uh, Real World. The Asian woman who was on Real World, and she was doing some martial arts kind of stuff. I never saw this. But is this, this good or no? It's trash, bro. It's it's CW. Like like I, I and I felt bad. I was like, I can't stereotype this the show. Is if it's, a remake. It is of, of the old... I think. Yeah, because she's going on this journey and she's discovering herself. So is it a hero's journey? But, <laughs> so, but You know how much I hate that fucking uh, but, uh, phrase. Yo, I don't know what it is with the CW and like their lighting is so flat. Everything looks so... Like there's no depth. There's, no, there's nothing that looks cinematic on that show. Everything looks like a enhanced Power Rangers or something. Like it doesn't. Nah, I, I feel you hundred percent. Everything looks like there's no. It's like everything is just lit. They don't understand what shadows are. Like you know, you can actually um, you can actually use shadows too, right? You can light with shadows. If that makes any fucking sense, like you can make things look kind of like grim. If you want to, I mean, it's not mine. It's not my show kind of shit. But I understand. But this, you know, this leads me into my question, man. Um, here we go. I'm gonna fuck up this thing. Shang Shung, Shang Shao. What's the name of that Marvel it, movie? Uh, Shang Chi. Shang Chi comes out next week. Actually, it comes out uh, when you guys are watching this. Uh, uh, when you guys listen to this podcast on Thursday, it'll be out either the following day or I mean, whenever you listen to it. Um, there's this whole thing, there's this campaign, not really a campaign, but there's this thing they're saying like, yo, we need to show up just like how everybody showed up for um, Black Panther because this is a person of color leading a Marvel movie. So if you don't show up 
fucking Hollywood is still racist, right? So if we don't show up, there's a chance that this might be the last time we're ever going to see somebody of color leading a movie, a Marvel movie, because they're going to read, they're going to, they're going to basically use this as a, like a gauge. Yeah. Because it's not going to be on streaming. You can only watch it in theaters. Uh, what's your thoughts on that? Jesus Christ, my phone. My, my thing is going crazy. What, like to use the movie as a gauge? Like, should we yeah. continue this like, or not? No, well, like, that, do you th- that's horrible. Like, yeah. that, that's, that's just fucking um, the, the worst way to look at it because that, that just shows that you really don't understand the world of comic books and yeah. how diverse it is. And if you're just using it as like, a, oh, should we? Yes, 100% you should. Like, mm-hmm. why not? You know, the, the real question is why not? Um, I don't think it, it should be used as a gauge. I think they should keep exploring. And what they don't realize is like, yo, whenever... There's so many good actors out there that are not white. There's no. There's so many. There's so Bro. much talent out there. Like, why not discover it? Why not go for it? Why not? You know, it's. I think you just gave me the title for this podcast. <laughs> there's so many good actors that are out there that are not white. <laughs> Bro, that is that that statement. It speaks fucking volumes, dog. Because it's like, yeah. Bro, you can you can there can be a fucking list of just like actors that are just like non-white but are just like fucking amazing, man. And it just seems like Hollywood like, well, they're not gonna bring in the bucks. How do you know they're not gonna bring in the bucks? Because because what? Because in the past they showed you that they were not gonna bring in the bucks? Even though it's like it's it's like, you no, know, your your past is found in like racism. You feel me? Like there was a there was this article that I was reading, and it said like there were movies that came out. Uh, what's that movie that they actually have a Netflix show about? Um, uh, that they made a remake. Uh, he she has a habit. No, no, no. She's oh, all that. Yeah. There was a movie that came out before that that was called She Got a Habit. Uh, he yeah she she got a habit, which is basically the same premise of that, which. Is a Shakespeare play. I understand that. Oh, it, oh, well, it was a Shakespeare. It was a Shakespeare play that the movie was based off. There was a black version of that movie. Yeah. And then they made a white version of that movie, and the white version was advertised to the world. While the black version was just on BET and stuff. Black version. Hey, hey I watched it. I watched both of them, and I love both of them because it's both like rom coms, but it, you know. Um, Oh my God! It's just that it's like, oh no, these movies don't sell. They don't do well. Say, like, bro, you're not putting the same kind of inf- you're not putting the same kind of oomph into this that you're not putting into the other one. It's that whole thing about like your favorite your favorite son kind of shit, your favorite kid. But it's also that the, it's also the arrogance of like they don't want to do the research. Yeah. On how fucking how how. The real world really looks like uh, there was the controversy with um, Lin Manuel. Uh, what's his name? Yeah, Lin Manuel um, Miranda. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Him and uh, this other gentleman that created that movie um, in the Heights, Into the Heights, or whatever. Yeah. And they were promoting the movie of like, oh, this is what you know, uh, Washington Heights in New York is like, and you know, the Dominican community and the Puerto Rican community and all that. And people watched the movie and they were like. 
yo, those are the most light skinned. <laughs> Yeah. Like, have you been to Jackson Heights? Have you not seen an Afro Dominican like? Yeah. There's not one black person in that movie, and yo, Liman, like he, he had to like make it a public apology. He was like, "Yeah, you guys are right. Like, I that this was something that I totally oversaw." And it's like, guys, just go to Washington Heights and just walk around and just be like, "Oh, this is what it's supposed to be like," and then make the movie. Don't. Fucking paint this picture but, in your but, head. And like, but they had the play, though. The play was in uh, Broadway before that. Was the play, did it have that, that kind of colorful cast? I, I don't know. I, I, I never saw the, I never saw, I, ne- I never looked into that. But, like, I don't know. That, that That's what always bothered me about these, um, like, I remember growing up in the 90s and uh, all these, like, teen comedies. Like, one thing that always bothered me, I was like, Dude, my high school doesn't look like that. Nothing like that, bro. Nothing. Like, no, like, no, I, no. I, like, I know a big popular one was like 10 Things I Hate About You. Mm-hmm. Did you see the size of that school? That shit was a castle. 10 Things? Oh, yeah. You saw their football field? You saw that? They were doing archery at PE. What we paid for, they were doing <laughs> as a class for yeah. free. Bro, they couldn't be no <laughs> archery at, at my school. No fucking way. Those are weapons, bro. You want to talk about a school massacre, bro? Yeah, those are fucking weapons, bro. You, oh my god. Yeah, that, that, sh- that like I, yeah, that those things always bothered me because I was like, why don't they do a a fucking a movie based off of like Miami? And I'm like, oh, but they did only the strong, only the <laughs> only the strong. And what's that other one that took place but in Highly High? It was so bad, though. It was such a bad movie, and I'm like. So we get that shit, and yeah. then Heath Ledger gets 10 Things I Hate About You. Like, really? Like, She's All That was another one. Bro, the fucking students were driving Jeep Wranglers in that movie. Like, what? Bro, not one rice beater, bro. <laughs> not one rice beater in that fucking car, dog. Not in that movie. Are you kidding me? Dog, yo, the amount of people in my high school that had, like, hand-me-downs, dog, like, hand-me-down vehicles, it was, it was... Through the fucking roof, dog. I'm talking about like cars that will break down while they were trying to leave the school because it was like, oh, this car has been in the family for like 30 years. This car is older than you, and you got to take care of it, kind of shit. And and and, and the thing was, if you even had a friend that mm. did have a car, like that was a big deal. Oh like, yeah, oh, shit, dude, oh, you got a car, bro? Like just oh, to find God. someone that had a car was already like. A big deal, but hell yeah! Oh I my god, guess. I remember that shit. I remember uh, jumping in the back of people's uh, pickup trucks when they're about to leave and shit like that. And it was like, bro, it looked like uh, you ever seen one of those uh, pictures in India when they jumping on the bus <laughs> and you see like people just hanging out, kind of shit. Bro, it was rough, bro. <laughs> it <laughs> like, was life or death, and yeah. all you were trying to do was go to Taco Bell. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and motherfuckers standing up. Thought you gonna get a ticket? You gonna get a ticket if you drive down the street like this? Because it was like, bro, you're having like 17 people on the back of a of a fucking like a Ford 1970s pickup truck. And it's like, bro, you're, you, by the time you leave the fucking uh, campus, you're going to get a fucking ticket. And then everybody who's in the back are just going to run like fucking roaches, man. So it's, it's you. But you know what? Now that I think about it. You know, we we keep talking about white Hollywood uh, being ignorant like that, but I I think it's everything. I think it's the entire industry that doesn't want to do the research because a lot of uh, Hispanic films are like that too, where it's like, all right, this movie's gonna take place in Colombia. 
all right, cool. So you're going to have a Colombian cast. Nah, we're going to hire everybody who just already has an established reputation in the industry, but they're not Colombian. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Nah, it does matter because that's like me. If I want to, if I want to make a movie mm. that takes place in New York City in the Bronx, and instead I hire this established British actor, and they can't pull off a, a, a an accent, it's gonna th- like it's not gonna feel authentic. You're gonna yeah. watch that movie, and you're gonna be like, "Yo, this is bullshit. I'm not gonna watch this. This is this isn't real." That's what's happening with like even Hispanic films. Like they're hiring these like actors from other countries, and then they try to do the the accent, and they try to act like they're from there, and it's like. I, mean, I can't believe this movie. It's not genuine. Like it's it's bullshit. It's, it's not. It's like like do a casting call. There are good actors in that country. You will discover good talent. I feel like that. I, I actually now that I think about it, I think it's I think it's kind of worldwide. It's just that it's way more noticeable. Uh, yeah, I mean, a country you... a country that is known for being a melting pot mm-hmm. is the United States. Mm-hmm. But then you watch what's on screen. And it's like it's not really. A it's not. Pot. Yeah. I remember you guys, uh, you and Delgado was telling me about that, about, um, uh, what's that? Narcos. Narcos. You're saying that, uh, well, he's not Colombian. The director was Brazilian. Mm -hmm. The main actor's from Brazil. He had to learn Spanish, and then he had to learn. He had to learn Spanish. He he didn't know Spanish. He only knew Portuguese and English. He had to learn Spanish, and then on top of that, after learning Spanish, he had to learn how to pull off the accent. And it's still, yo, it's rough. My mom was watching, and she goes, this is horrible. It's like imagine imagine a British guy playing uh someone who from Nashville, Sh- Tennessee, and he's trying to do a southern oh. accent and he's talking like you're gonna be like, What the fuck is this? What were they thinking? That's exactly what Narcos was. And um and I'm just like, yo, but then at the same time, there's on on Netflix, there's another series about mm. Pablo Escobar, and it's a full cast from that city that Pablo Escobar was born and raised from and it's like yo it feels so fucking authentic it's it the quality is just fucking different completely fucking different and it's like guys just do the research explore that city explore the town it just seems like it'll be less like less stress less money wasted because the guy from narco they had to they had to get somebody to teach him to speak english in I mean, one to year speak, uh, he had to Crunch it into Spanish, one year, right? Yeah. yeah, they have to do all that. But if you get somebody who is uh, from that region, who is like, bro, just get somebody who's like who's famous in Colombia from that region. You get them, and you like, okay, you know what? We're gonna turn you into uh, Pablo Escobar. Boom! It's like, okay, cool. Yeah, I already know everything about him. I, I, I was born and raised down here. You know, uh, they told me stories about him. I could research him and everything. He already speaks like that. So the only thing that you have to add money to is just basically, shit, man. You that money can go into other places. Maybe about like wardrobe or getting releases from Pablo Escobar's family, so you could tell stories that haven't been told before, rather than spending it on trying to teach a guy. How to speak uh, Spanish? Who doesn't know how to speak Spanish? Was that guy established at all? Pri- uh, prior Brazil. to that, in Brazil, in Brazil but, he was. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he was established, but they didn't even try it. It's just South America, and just it was like one of those yeah. dart shits, just throw it right at the fucking thing. Oh my god! But you know, going back to what we were saying about you know the the difference between like she's all that and the, and then only the strong. Mm-hmm. It was like a war zone and only the strong. Yeah. The the schools that were supposed to be diverse, dangerous minds. 
it was everything. All every, people are dying. Everything is grim. Everything is bad. There's no like, it's like where's the love, yo? <laughs> There's no bro. And high like the high school you went to, bro. Highly Memory Lakes, yeah. My high school considered your high school as like, oh shit, that's the preppy. That's the no fucking yeah. way, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's that. That's the upper class. <laughs> Highly of Miami, Miami Lakes. Yes. Bro, you guys had uh, a fucking like your I think the 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 play, the auditorium mm-hmm. like looked like a theater compared to our fucking makeshift bullshit. Yo, but stage the the, the, the <laughs> that's funny as fuck. The whole school is in the shape of like a circle, right? Uh-huh. Like the whole school and uh, the auditorium is in the, at the center of the circle. And in that auditorium, there were like uh, there was a balcony, but that balcony closed and they never fucking open it they never open it and that was an actual class but it turned into like in indoor suspension kind of shit and that room was the coldest room in the whole fucking building bro i did that for a reason yeah they they, that room was the coldest room in the whole fucking building um the auditorium was uh oh my god dog it wasn't even that big to be honest with you bro because i remember having to set up lights and shit like that that shit was no, <laughs> I'm just looking back. I'm just thinking about my uh, thinking about my school, and I'm like, oh my god, our school was, bro, that shit was trash, dog. Every the 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 worst floor to be on was in because uh, it was three it was three stories, but the worst floor to be on was always the second floor because you for, had three stories, gang. Yeah, I didn't have three stories, two stories, two, bro. That shit still don't mean no. That shit still doesn't mean anything. Second story, if it rained, you smelled mildew all over that fucking floor. All over. How? That's a good question because we had a third story. So how would it rain and you would smell it on the third, on the second floor, but you wouldn't smell it on the third? That means there was leakage. Yeah. Bro, the second uh, story had a fucking carpet, brown carpet all over the fucking place. And it like, it was not carpet that you could just take out in sections. It was like a big ass, like they just laid down the carpet. So whatever happens, happens. It it was a trash shoot, man. <laughs> and I never, yo, I pride myself on this. I never ate school lunch at uh, HML. Never, never, man. That no. that shit was. Um, they didn't do the thing where it was like, oh, we're gonna sell like. Papa yeah, they John's did that. Yeah, they did that. Uh, they did that, but then um, my first two years, it was. Like, you can go out and you can, all you got to do is just come back kind of shit. But then the last two years, like, in between my first two years, somebody somebody died in a car accident during lunch. And then they, they closed down that whole, uh, that whole, like, outdoor lunch kind of shit. So, and so when it came down to my, my junior and uh, senior year, we had to stay indoors and... Oh, we started the indoors thing my sophomore year. Sophomore, my well. sophomore year. Uh, a lot of same thing. Uh, a lot of kids were getting hit by cars crossing the street and shit. And then um, a lot of kids. Do were, you blame the kids or do you blame the people who are driving the cars? Nah, the kids were assholes, bro. Oh, for like real? they they wouldn't wait for the sign to turn red. They would jaywalk. They would just fucking let's go and they would run and shit. Like they were assholes, one hundred percent. I w- I blame the students and then. Um, they, people would, like, if they were going to get in a fight, they knew to do it during lunch because they were going to be off campus. 
So okay. once the schools got caught of it, like caught that, caught wind of that, they were like, "All right, no, no more. Where you guys are eating here." And I will say though, there was I don't know where the fuck my school got it from, mm. but they were selling these little like aluminum baskets that had like six or seven chicken wings, a roll, and a soda for five bucks, and that was heaven, bro. Fucking heaven. We only had fucking pizza, bro. To like to grab that was on the that was on a that was on the outside rather than uh, being, you know, school lunch kind of shit. But you yeah, had like fucking no, they chicken brought, wings and shit. I don't know where they got those chicken wings. They they bought it from some restaurant and they would sell those for five bucks. And that was like my shit. They also sold Papa John's. They sold like cheap ass cheeseburgers from uh, he McDonald's. Said Papa John's. He said Papa John's. Yeah. We had a mom and pop pizza place. Okay, that's the, why is that a bad thing? That's authentic pizza. How is it authentic? <laughs> they were not Italians. These were Cubans making pizza. Bro, <laughs> American senior high school was trash. That was a fucking... Bro, you know you know what American senior high school was? The I didn't wo- know that. I didn't know that y'all thought that the school that I went to was... Your school? Barbara Goldman? Barbara Goldman. And, yeah, uh, that school was a fucking pace. You talking about you don't say pace? Pace High School was a and, fucking elite. And Pace, yeah. Like, those were, yo, like, we knew we were, the, we were the rejects. Like, we, bro, if you ever watched the, that, that movie, The Big Green on Disney, the, that, <laughs> that soccer movie, we were the Big Green. Like, we knew we were pieces of shit. Like, we were the bad news bears. Basically, bro, our school was a cesspool. <laughs> a cesspool of, like, it was, like, the worst students from Carroll City High got sent to American the worst students from Miramar High got sent to American, and it was just a combination of just bad fucking shit. Bro, the fights were bad, bro. Like, you couldn't walk alone. You couldn't walk. Al- you had to be with... Oh you had a buddy system. God, you had to have a buddy system, bro. <laughs> I think at one point during my four years there, I think at one point, I think we were like a D school. Like, it was bad. I know that... uh the, What you call it? They were saying, like, uh, American... They had like the highest counts of STDs. <laughs> I remember that shit, <laughs> dude. Like I fucking mono bro. I ended up in the fucking hospital in my my freshman year. I got fucking jumped on my way, uh, jumping, uh, dry, uh, walking home from school. I ended up in the fucking emergency room, bro. No I way. I swear to God, I got pictures of it. What did you do? Huh? What did you do? No, man. This guy wanted to like fucking pick a fight with me, and then I was like, all right. I don't know what, like, <laughs> let's just go, I guess. <laughs> Motherfucker had a rock in his hand and everything, fucked my head up. Uh, Holy shit. Yeah, man. It was crazy. And I still got suspended. You? Yeah. We both got suspended, which I was actually happy about because I was able to, like, recover. Mm-hmm. Uh, and How then long? At Two weeks? It was a week, but it was the week before Christmas break. So I ended up having three weeks off of school. Which was like fine. It was great. That's some sweet shit, bro. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. Was great. I, I feel bad for you, but I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's some good shit, bro. Yeah, oh man. my god, yeah, man, that school was fucking crazy, bro. Fucking crazy. Dude, I never went into that school before, but I've driven by that school. I remember there was a girl. She got pregnant sophomore year, junior year, and senior year. She had three kids she, before she graduated. With the same dude? Uh, yeah. Oh well, I mean, it's love, bro. But three kids at the age of 17? Bro, it's love, dog. Love has no boundaries, man. Wait, what? how old was this guy? Oh, I don't know. 
But he wasn't a student, so he was probably older. Bro, uh, let me let me let y'all something. Let me let y'all know something. Uh, the 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 girls who went to our school in South Florida for some fucking reason, like the baddest ones, dated dudes who were like out of high school, twenty plus, and it was so normalized that nobody bad an eyelash to that shit. Going to prom. You would see like a girl who would bring like uh, their guest would be like somebody who was full fucking beard, motherfucker look like Jesus Christ and shit like that with a suit and shit. None of the fucking chaperones said anything. I don't know if they did. I didn't hear anything, and it was like it was totally cool. It was no no problem, no sweat off of anybody's back. Now <laughs> I'm looking back and I'm like, yo. All that shit is problematic. All that shit is problematic. Everybody's in trouble. Everybody should be, like, getting blamed for this shit. Everybody should be shamed into that shit because they let that shit ride. They let that shit. They let some fucking 25-year-old date a 16, 17-year-old, and it was, like, all cool. Oh, they even did it in Hollywood in movies and shit. You remember there was, like, there was always that uh, the bad guy who was uh, seemed like he was too old. Um, what's that? Uh, fucking uh, what you call it? Uh, I like high school girls. The older I get, they stay the same age. What's oh, that? Fuck, days and confused. Yeah, that shit was a thing, Ugh. bro. But I remember watching the movie when I was a little kid, not understanding what he was talking about. Being in high school, being like, yeah, I, I get it. I'm like, yeah, so these girls are just going to date like dudes who are just older because, you know, they they got it all kind of shit. But you realize as you're getting to that age of the guy, you're like, oh, these motherfuckers don't have it all. They are fucking, uh, they're fucking vultures. They are like swooping down and just grabbing these fucking young, young girls and shit like that because these women have, these young women haven't been out into the world and seen much, so... The only grasp at uh like getting something that's cool is to grab an older dude and it's like, damn, that's fucking sad. That's some uh that's some <laughs> what Bill Burr was talking about, that's some Clinton shit, bro. <laughs> Monica Lewinsky, man. <laughs> Which did you see uh you saw who's gonna play her in the there's a new uh series coming out. I don't know if it's on FX or uh um, Oh, it's another one of Jonah those. Jonah Hill's uh, sister. Is, she's gonna play. She's playing Monica Lewinsky. Yeah, the trailer's already out and everything. She's playing. Yeah. Does she? Does she look different? Um. A little bit. A little bit. I still think it was a interesting choice. She's gonna play Monica Lewinsky. Yeah. She doesn't look anything like Monica Lewinsky. Nope. Why? I think I think they probably picked her because she's like an up 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 and coming you know star. Jonah, yeah, Jonah Hill's sister is cool, but isn't she kind of heavy set? So, Mo- Monica Lewinsky wasn't heavy set when was she really? Yeah. yeah. When she was uh when she was with uh um, when when Bill Clinton was like sleeping with her like. Uh, supposedly he used to make comments about that. 
Like he I ain't think she. Like he nah, but that's that's that. some that's some white people uh, making fun of people who heavy set. Like I thought Monica Lewinsky was like, she was not like, like oh my god, like outrageously big. She was, she was like oh, okay. I mean, not thick, but because she she's a white girl, but she's like, yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know. People used to make comments about that. Yeah, but also I, think, I, also I think Jonah Hill's sister lost weight too. Though. Oh, did she? Well, good for her. Yeah. <laughs> good for them. Here's a picture of both of them. All right, man. I mean, I did not fucking know that shit. I didn't even know they were gonna come out with that uh, that whole thing. But I think Monica Lewinsky is supposed to be hosting SNL, or that's what Bill Burr was saying. How does she become? Oh, let me see. SNL. Did she host? I don't know if she did already or not. I don't. I don't get if no, nah, they wouldn't let her host SNL. Like, what did she do to host SNL? She became a big controversial figure <laughs> in politics because she slept with the president. Nah. Oh my God. They they can't do that. I know Bill Burr said, "Oh, you know." You watch God, you he said something about you were sucking you were sucking his dick when when his kid and his wife is in the other room and now you're hosting SNL? <laughs> I'm like, what? Nah. She can't do that. <laughs> now nah, stop bullying her. Bro, I haven't even here's the thing about the internet, right? You think that is a constant thing that people are just bullying people and doing that kind of shit, but what you realize is that people are finding they're finding out about this information in phases. Yeah. So it looks like it's a constant bullying, but all it is is just like you're meeting new people who are just doing that shit. It's the same thing about like uh, you ever see like these hate posts towards like men and women kind of shit. Like there's always like a, a what's that post that says that um, find a man who will provide for you, who will do all this other kind of stuff for you, kind of shit. Uh, what's that? What's that one? Um, oh no, no. Uh, all men should open doors. Uh, a woman should never have to pump gas or change her oil. She never had to take off her trash. And then you see the comments, and it says like, "Yeah, only kings, uh, only kings would never let a, a woman do these kind of things, right?" And like, okay, cool. But then there was another post that said like, "I need a woman who would. Uh, I never have to come home to a dirty house and shit like that, right?" And there's posts like that, and it said all the comments there are saying stuff like, "Oh." I have my own uh, life, you know, women saying that kind of shit, but it's like people are thinking that it's the same people who are commenting on that one, who are commenting on this mm -hmm. one, but it's like, no, nah, these are two different people. You'll never see the person who commented on this post comment on this post because they don't agree with this kind of shit, and it's like people are just seeing like as a general thing, like this is, this is how all women think. This is how all men think. Like, nah, these are two different people. Yeah. You know we have like billions upon billions of people in the world, and everybody's just thinking that they're the same people. Nah, they're not. You can just look at the usernames and like, nah, they're not the same. They're not the same person. Cause I mean, even if it was the same person, it's like you're so contradictory. How can you not know? How can you not see the? <laughs> you can't see it. It's right in front of your fucking face, and it's it's fucking weird, man. It's a weird world we're living in that people are just constantly just being like, 
this is the way that this is the way that people think here. And it's fucking I think it's fucking ridiculous. No, you're ridiculous. You're fucking ridiculous. I think that's been our sowed, man. Oof, boy. Uh, you know, with that SNL thing that we we're just finishing, I think we should play a little bit SNL here too. Uh yes. Thank you guys. Um <laughs> Oh my god, what a great show. Uh so I've been Pat. And this is Kev. And we've been us and y'all been y'all. And I hope everybody had a ball. Catch you next week. Peace.